Today we'll talk about black dogs, brindle dogs, perspective and confusing photo imports. This is Tips from the Top Floor, episode 867 for June the 6th, 2019. Hey, hello and welcome. It's Chris Marquardt. You're listening to Tips from the Top Floor. And uh, when you're listening to this, I'm probably in Kyrgyzstan right now. Yep, I'm traveling, doing a photo tour and uh, enjoying the landscapes and the culture and everything that this beautiful country along the Silk Road has to offer. And uh, so I'm bringing you a quickfire episode right now. Just two questions and that's it. Let's dive right in. Hi, Chris. My name is David, and I'm a photographer in Canada. I really enjoy your show. I look forward to it all the time. I have a question about pet photography. I do a lot of pet photography, portraits, and then different dog activities. Of course, black dogs are always hard to focus on, whether it's portraits or activities, but especially hard in activities when they're moving. But I also find this problem with brindle dogs, so dogs with uh, gray streak, gray streaked, or or brown streaked, and I wonder why that is. I shoot with a Canon 5D Mark III, and um, usually the 70 to 200 lens, very fast lens, and just those dogs in particular are really hard to get in action. Is there something I'm doing wrong, or do you have any advice, or do you have any explanation for why the brindle dogs are just as hard as black dogs to get that crisp focus on? Thanks very much. Thank you, David. Um, yeah, dogs. I've, I talked about pets uh, recently and uh, black dogs, black pets in general are especially difficult to photograph. Um, but then the the streaked ones that you talked about, um, yeah, those are not easy either. Um, I had to look up what brindle dogs are. I didn't know the term, but uh, now I know. And yeah, they are kind of uh brindle <laughs> okay look it up look it up um but let's first look at how to make a subject stand out because that's kind of the key right uh you want the subject in this case the dog to be prominent in the picture and one of the many secrets is that it needs contrast to the background right it needs to be different from the background so otherwise you can't see it um with the black pet you're looking either at a brighter background and that will give it contrast but be careful with that because uh, you should be aware that if the background is too bright the camera's auto exposure will turn the exposure down and that is not good if you have a black pet in your picture because that will then turn out too dark so in case of a bright background you'd have to exposure compensate up upwards right exposure compensation or go manual uh, or use some form of backlight to make sure the edges of the pet are lit, which really helps the separation from the background. But it is challenging. And with brindle fur on pets, it's not less challenging because um, the pets where the fur has streaks of different brightnesses, different tones... Um, they kind of remind me of someone wearing camouflage. They will blend better with the background because it's likely that, you know, visually different parts of their fur, they, it has lots of the visually different parts in the fur, and some of those will blend with the background. 
which makes the whole pet harder to see or to tell apart from the background. So similar with taking a picture of a black-haired person in front of a black background, you know, they'll blend in. The hair will disappear because there's no clear boundary. So the best thing that you can do or one of the best things you can do is uh, find a background that is very distinct from the fur and from every color in that fur. Uh, That might not be easy because you will probably um, shoot if you shoot pets in action they will be where the action is right um but if that background is more uniform that'll probably help so maybe you changing your position changing your perspective can do the trick so that's one thing uh but in that case backlight will also make the pets stand out better and by the way i mean light from behind or above and behind works best if the fur is a bit shiny um And if you cannot influence the direction of the light, if you're working with available light, well, the one thing you can influence is where you stand. So walk around to find a good spot where both the light and the background work in your favor. By the way, one other way of separating the pet from the background is by using shallow depth of field. So if you shoot with a telephoto uh, and you open up the aperture, that should probably help too. This episode is supported by Vista Print. Small business owners know that the most important time is now. Being prepared when an opportunity comes up is crucial and having a business card that shows how professional you are in your pocket, ready to hand out, is the first step. With Vista Print, you can create a truly professional, unique card in minutes. Simply upload your design or start with one of their professionally designed options. Pick the paper stock style and quantity that's right for you. Choose your delivery speed. You can order and receive your card in as few as three days. Your next big opportunity is coming right now. All it takes is $10 to feel like you're ready to own the now. That's a low price to have the confidence that you're always ready to make an impression. Plus, your satisfaction is 100% guaranteed or they'll make it right. Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation. Which is why you, the listeners of this show, will get 500 high-quality custom business cards starting at $9.99. Just go to vistaprint.com slash topfloor. That's vistaprint.com slash top floor. Vistaprint.com slash top floor. Hey, Chris, this is Jay. I have a question for you about another Lightroom quirk. It seems all of us are putting up with lots of different things from Lightroom, which give us headaches. Well, here's another one I found. When I'm trying to import images from my memory card directly into Lightroom, the images are shown on my Lightroom screen in all kinds of different uh, orders. They're not placed in the order that I shot them. They're scattered. However, if I import the images from a desktop folder, like if I copy the images first to my desktop folder and then import them in Lightroom, they stay in the order that I shot them in, into the groups that I shot them in. So why does Lightroom do this? Do you have any idea? Thanks a lot. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jay. Uh, Yeah, Lightroom import can be confusing. And um, I'll talk about Lightroom Classic here because that's the one I use and know really well. Um, Now, when importing images and 
pretty much no matter where from, you have several ways to, to filter and sort the photos you see. So Lightroom gives you options there. Uh, and first, um, let's look at the filtering, at what photos you will see at all. And um, that's at the top um, of the Lightroom Classic import screen. screen, screen. Uh, there's a bar where you can select between all photos, new photos and destination folders. Now, all photos will simply show you all the photos on the medium. And if, if it's a folder on your hard drive, that's fine. If it's a memory card, that's fine too. Uh, I believe it'll do this recursively. So if you have uh, subfolders with pictures, those should be caught too in this, in this context. If you switch from all photos to new photos, that will compare the photos on the card with the photos in your library. And it'll use some criteria. I believe it's like the file name and file size and stuff like that. Potentially a few more. Uh, to determine if what's on the card is a new photo that is not in the library or if it's already in the library. And if it's classified as a new photo, then it'll show up in the grid. And that's kind of the mode that I will typically use because um, when I'm out shooting, I will incrementally import from the same memory card over several days while I slowly fill it up. And uh, yeah, I don't delete from the memory card when I'm traveling. So uh, this way I only see the ones that haven't been imported into the catalog just yet. And last but not least, the third option here is the destination folder view, which will show you what photos uh, Lightroom will sort into which destination folder on your hard drive or on your external disk. And that destination folder structure kind of depends on what you selected in the, in, the, uh, in the destination tab in the right sidebar. So that's a filter where Nitron will show you uh, different kinds of photos or in different ways. Um, now, if your photos are all over the place and not sorted in any specific order, huh? I'd suggest you have a look at the bottom in your import dialog. Um, right from the middle, there is a way to sort the pictures. And that, there's a drop-down. You can sort by capture time, which is the EXIF data, the capture time that's embedded in the EXIF data. I'm not sure what happens if there is no date in the EXIF data. I guess it might fall back to the file date when the file was written, but I'm not sure about that. But normally photos have that. Um, the second one is checked state, which means each of the photos has a checkbox. You've seen those. And Lightroom will sort the ones you check to the top. And then you can sort by file name, which I believe goes alphabetically. And then you have a choice of file type, which um, I just checked this, sorts the DNGs, I think it's alphabetically by file type. So DNG first. Then uh, on my system, I have Apple uh, HEIC files. That's their new file format. Or HEIC. <laughs> not sure how to pronounce that then jpegs then uh, movs which are apple's movie formats and pngs so that's the file type and then there's the media type i have no clue what media type means because i didn't really see any specific sort order when i checked that so never use that uh, and then you can turn it off there's an option to not sort don't ask me what happens then maybe it's off for your system um, and then left of that is the is an A to Z switch that you can click and then it goes from A to Z uh, to Z to A, and that just changes the direction of the sort from 
uh, ascending to descending. And uh, the capture, in an example of the capture time, it would sort the newest to the top and the newest and the lowest to the bottom, or no, the oldest to the bottom, or the other way around. And my personal default, by the way, is I have new photos on and I sort them A to Z by capture time and that'll give me a sorted list based on what I want to see. And that was it. Thanks for listening and thanks to Vistaprint for supporting this episode. I will most likely take next week off as I'm in Kyrgyzstan and I'll I just assume not to be online that much. So hang in there. I'll be back in two weeks. But things will be much more regular after that. No travel planned in a while. And also thanks to the patrons of this show. Again, here are the wonderful people who actively support tips from the top floor. Because I like you all so much. Here's the in the in the order of the support tiers all the patrons who supported this very episode. Jeremy Kirvin, Jeffrey Block, Alex Crozo, Bernhard Goldback, Daniel Hertrich, Doug Gabbard, Ken Davidson, Marco Binder, Matt Armstead, Peter Morrow, Scott Wurzel, Tim Stewart, Eran Pinasov, Stu Silverman, Alan Bruce Horn, Andrew B., Anthony Bartek Bosky, Chad Lee Clark, Chandra, Christopher Greenhill, Dave Smith, David Recht, Francesco Scaglioni, Greg Anastasi, Holger Krupp, James Trimble, Jim Caldwell, John Donahue, Josh Hopko, Just Me AMR, Just Me AMR Ken Berrien, Kyle Nishioka, Marvin Aaron, Michael Grunert, Peter M. Spradling, Rob Duber, Robert Goschko, Ryan Gilio, Sina Farad, Steven Sandler, Thomas Nilsson, Trevor Palmer and Woody. And thank you all so much. And uh, of course, if you want to hear your name on the show, consider joining this wonderful group of awesome people at tfttf.com slash Patreon. Thank you so much. Music for the show by Jeff Smith, sound partner Hans Peter Kagorut, publishing and Slack challenges by Release Pixie, Matt Rafster, Armstead, Slack invitations by Chief Invitation Officer, CIO Rusty Russ, the link... To get on the Slack is tfttf.com slash yslack. My name is Chris Marquardt. You'll find me on social media at Chris M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T. And now go out and take amazing photos. Share them with the world. Be nice to each other. And happy shooting. <laughs>